Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the three, the three texts, Proverbs 31. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Luke 1. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And Luke 2. She gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling claws, and laid him in a manger. Please be seated. Brothers and sisters of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Proverbs 31 echoes all of the Bible when it declares a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Yes, a woman who fears God is a woman who doesn't fear people. She is a woman who trusts in the Lord. She is a woman who listens to God's word and trusts what God says. Ah, she hears the voice of her shepherd. We heard that in John 10, didn't we? She hears the voice of her shepherd, the good shepherd Jesus, who will give his life as a ransom for many. A faither woman like that, she is to be praised. Now, she can be a woman who's single, widowed, or married. On this Mother's Day, the Virgin Mary is a wonderful example. We would do well to follow her example and her lead in several ways. First, she's a sinner, and she knows that. Consequently, she needs the Savior just like all of us sinners. So, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his Son to be born of a woman, Galatians 4.4. Did you hear that? Born of a, of a woman. Because only women can give birth. Can give birth to children. That's the order of creation, Genesis 1, Genesis 2. How Mary, a virgin, gets pregnant is not through Joseph, but by a sermon poked into her ears. Yes, that's right. A sermon preached into her ear holes. The archangel Gabriel preached that she, a virgin, would be a mother and give birth to Jesus, the Savior of all the sinners, who would shed his blood on the cross to atone for all sin and all sinners, including her. Mary rejoiced in this, you remember. In her song of praise that we call the Magnificat, she declared, My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, Luke 1, 47. We would do well to rejoice similarly. Namely, that Jesus is our Savior as well. So let's use Jesus properly for the forgiveness of our sins regularly, shall we? In fact, how about daily? Yeah, let's do that. Second, we learn from Mary that even though she is a virgin, she trusts what? She trusts God's word that she will conceive and give birth to a son. Luke 1, 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And the Holy Spirit coming upon her and the power of the Most High overshadowing her was happening as Gabriel preached God's word to her. And so against all of her reason, against all of her experience, even her virginity, Mary trusts the word of God. Did you hear that? She trusts God's promise. Unlike, you remember, Sarah, who laughed at God's promise to give her a son, Isaac, in her old barren age. Remember that? 
But Mary, oh, she trusts God's promise. And so she says what to God's promise? Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your, your word. Now, that's absolutely delicious, isn't it? It's outstanding. It's marvelous. I mean, there you have it, Mary. An exquisite example for all of us, not only mothers, to imitate and learn from. And learn what? To always trust the word of God, no matter what and no matter when. Even when it contradicts everything that we know, experience, and feel in our lives. Yes, we are given to always trust God's word, especially his promise of salvation through her son and his Good Friday dying on the cross. Now, since it's Mother's Day and since what God has given, motherhood, is under ferocious attack, I'm going to swerve a little bit and tackle some issues that need to be addressed these days. I have to do it. I have to give you such pastoral care. So here goes. Fasten your seatbelts. First, where we have contributed to the destruction of our marriages and families, where we have been unfaithful in the vocations that God has given us, where we have sinned against our children and other family members in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds, we all need to, we all need to repent. It bears repeating, we need to use Jesus properly for the forgiveness of all our sins. Yes, brothers and sisters, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from, from all sin, 1 John 1. That's right, all sin. Sin that we commit against God and others, and also sins that others commit against us. Such forgiveness provides freedom then to lead a God-pleasing life according to his word for the sake of loving, forgiving, and restoring what we've broken or ruined. That's the first thing that has to be said, lest that we think that we're better than everybody else. <laughs> we're not. Second, who's Mary? Who is she? The question answered it. She's a female. She's a woman. Two X chromosomes. It's in her DNA. This is God's gift to her from her conception and birth. It's who she is. It is her identity. If you asked Mary to define woman, she could tell you, even though she was not a biologist. In addition, it would never have crossed Mary's mind that she was anything else. Seriously. If someone, say her kindergarten teacher with purple hair, or a Disney employee with green hair, would have told her that she wasn't a woman but a man inside a woman's body, she would have rejected that outright as a satanic lie. And Joseph, her fiance, he's a what? Well, the question answered it. He's a man. He's a male. X and Y chromosomes. It's in his DNA. That's God's gift to him. It's the way of Genesis 1. Male and female, he created them or gifted them. Joseph would never have believed that he was a woman inside of man's body. So brothers and sisters, if you're picking up what I'm throwing down here, it's time for all of us to imitate Mary and Joseph here. It's God's good order of creation. Third, according to the order of creation, there are only two, two, two 
two genders, male, X and Y chromosomes, female, two X chromosomes. Each are to stay in their lane. It's God's sorting. It's God's gifting. And Mary and Joseph knew that. They trusted it. The man begets. The woman conceives. The woman is the one who gives birth. It's the way of Genesis 2. It's precisely why Adam named his wife Eve, because she was the mother of the living, of all living, Genesis 3, verse 20. So Adam and Eve are the divine pattern. It's why a man, XY chromosomes, male, leaves his father and mother and marries a wife, a 2X chromosome female. Joseph was doing that with Mary. Unlike Katanji Brown-Jackson, we can define who a woman is, and we can define who a man is, for that matter. So again, if you're smelling what I'm cooking, only a woman can be a mother, not a man. It's why women have, and I have to say it, it's why women have certain body parts that men don't have, and vice versa. Again, it's the way of God's giving. It's God's very good order of creation for our good, for our benefit, for holy marriage, for having families that are God-pleasing. Mom is the Lord's instrument. She is the Lord's hands and mouth so that she can serve her neighbor, her child. Mom is like a Christ for her child. That is to say, she lives not to be served, but to serve as she gives her life, her time, talents, energy, emotions, health, hope, faith, as mom for her child or children. The Lord gives meaning to this service of motherhood. The Lord even ties it together with, are you listening? He even ties it together with the salvation of all humans because the Lord, through motherhood, when the time was just right, sent his only begotten son to be conceived in the womb, not of Joseph, but of the Virgin Mary so that he could live, die, and rise again as the savior of the ungodly. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. Don't ever mess with God's giving or his gifting. Mary didn't. Joseph didn't either. Imitate them both. Leah Thomas, the swimmer, says he's a woman, he's not, he's a man. Caitlyn Jenner, the former Olympian, says he's a woman, he's not, he's a man. Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health, says he's a woman, he's not, he's a man. They all probably consider themselves to be birthing persons, but they're not. Even if they had all kinds of hormone treatments and surgeries, they cannot have a child. It's impossible. This is not good, brothers and sisters. It's disastrous. And I fear that it will end for all of these people in a hellacious, hellish way. I don't want that to happen, but I fear it. Now let's do a little experiment. Put 10 men who assert they're women, dress like women, talk like women, wear makeup like women, take strong doses of estrogen, 
and have special surgical procedures and strand them. Yes, that's right. Strand them on a deserted island for, oh, let's say 75 years. What will we find after 75 years of isolation? Children? A community of families? No. You'll find what? 10 dead men. We could do the same experiment with 10, with 10 women who claim to be men, and the result's the same. I told you that I had to say these things, and I told you to fasten your seatbelts. And so transgenderism is a myth. It's a fictional fairy tale. It's a lie from the father of all lies, Satan. It has nothing to do with life, but only death. Physical, and I fear spiritual for so many, because Satan is a murderer from the beginning, Jesus says. So moms and dads, I beg you, I beg you to teach the biblical doctrine of sex, gender, husband and wife, father and mother to your, yes, to your children. Don't let the libs at TikTok do it, because they will if you let them. And these people have brazenly told us all that they will purposely disobey God, they will disobey your wishes, and they will disobey any rulings of the government, state or federal in order to groom your children into any kind and every kind of perversion. So I'm begging you, it's time to sit down with your children. It's time to have heart-to-heart -heart conversations with them. You need to monitor their social media platforms, and you have, you have to have the courage to say no to their sinful desires and say yes to what is God-pleasing. So moms, I beg you, teach your daughters, teach your daughters, what it means to be a what? A woman, a wife, a mother. Show them from scripture how Mary, the mother of our Lord, did it. Moms, model, model motherhood and what it means to faithfully be a wife to your daughters. Model what it means to always use Jesus for the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation because they desperately need it and also so that they can withstand the wicked and satanic temptations of this world that so cleverly offers up wicked things. Now, ditto to the fathers with their sons, manhood, husbandhood, fatherhood, but I'll save that for another day, Father's Day. Until then, all of us, mothers included, say like Mary, behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Because that's how faith talks. Gift given, gift received. Ladies, happy Mother's Day, happy mothering, happy wifing. And if you're a single gal, happy living a chaste life and in loving service to your friends and family, congregation, and community. It's all the Lord's magnificent good use of you women, his redeemed children. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.